Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Vita Sports, FM 96.9 The Game and AM 740. Mark Daniels on the road, but will join us in about uh, 20 minutes from right now from the great state of Texas. Knights on the uh, road last night. Got a win against Texas. Huge road win getting overshadowed by what Texas's coach did after the game and said after the game. Mark and I will discuss that. If you listened to the bridge earlier with uh, Mike Bianchi and myself, Mark joined us at that time to discuss it as well. So, uh, you can check that out online at 969thegame.com. Uh, coming up now, it's 11 o'clock, WYGM Orlando, WJRR HD2, FM 96.9 The Game, and AM 740. Mike Tuck, Kyle Cassandra, and it's the news. Let's really do the news. Yes. Now it is time to do the news. But now it's time uh, for the news. The news brought to you by Seminole Power Sports, number one in fast fun. What we got, Kyle? Magic gave up the buzzer beater to, to Murray as they lost to the Hawks 106 104 so in Atlanta. I don't know why. It. Uh, I wait for you to throw it oh, to me, and okay. then you did it with like some gusto, and now you just. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah you know, man, we're, that we're was a fun. kick in the gut last night. We're having fun, right? What can yeah. I say? Yeah, Paolo Baker dropped 26 points to pace the Magic finish 1 and 3 on that road trip. Let's hear it with uh, head coach Jamal Mosley had to say, saying it was the little things that lost it for us. And that's what we have to continue to understand. It's, it's never about that final shot. You know, every, everyone wants to look at that, and obviously it goes in, and so now you don't get the game. But it's ultimately it's those early turnovers. It's the box outs in the third quarter where they come up with three extra possessions. Those are the games that those are the things that change the game. And we talk about the little details. And in games like this, that's what it's going to continue to be. Yeah, and you know, if you're Orlando, it's hard to gripe too much about the end. I mean, Paolo, a bit of a, a rescue save three. Uh, not exactly a well-drawn-up play or anything. He's just a great player making a great play, which is great for his progress and his development. If you're trying to take, I think, a positive away, it's it's that. is not afraid of the moment, ready for the moment, you know, knocked it down in the moment. And then uh, I thought Markel Fultz played great defense on DeJounte Murray. Um, yeah, obviously, if you're the Magic, Trey Young's the guy you know you don't want shooting the ball, so you kept it away from him. Murray takes a tough pull-up contested long two. He made it, you know, tip of the cap. Um, and I think that, you're right, Mosley hit the nail on the head there. There's a lot of reasons the Magic lost the game. Magic return home to host Joel and be in the 76ers tomorrow. Looking forward to that. I, you know, I still think the Magic are going to make a run here. With get the players back, they get healthy, get right up into the six seed or higher out of the play-in, and just let's see what happens in a seven-game series in the NBA. Why I not? think I think what I'd like to see happen between now and February, then the NBA trade deadline. Um, good health, not just for the sake of winning and losing, but for the sake of evaluation for the front office. So hopefully Franz can get back in there tomorrow or shortly thereafter. Uh, the rest of the team's as healthy as it's been 
all year long. So if you get that, then you get a real look at, hopefully for, for about two, two and a half weeks, of what the team brings to the table and what they don't. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, they already have probably a good idea of some of that stuff, but it, like, is Wendell Carter going to continue to come off the bench with Goga starting? Right? Like, is that going to be a thing? You know, Markell, see, you know, going to become the guy in the backcourt with Jalen Suggs again. Like, it, mm-hmm. I think you got to sort some of that out, and then that might give you a better direction on what trade is available and what one makes the most sense if you're the Magic. Jalen Sellers at 24 points. Shamari Allen had scored 15 of his 17 points in the second half as UCF rallied from a 15-point deficit in the second half to beat Texas 77-71. UCF trailed 59-46 with 11-59 remaining before holding Texas to just four made shots, all from three-point range the rest of the game. The Knights finished the game on a 24-9 run, so very impressive win. UCF now on the road against fifth-rate Houston on Saturday. The Cowboys will not be making a head coaching change this offseason. ESPN reporting that Dallas head coach Mike McCarthy is returning to the team for the 2024 season. McCarthy is entering the final year of his contract after leading the Cowboys to their third straight playoff appearance. The 60-year-old has led the Cowboys to a combined 42-25 and record in his four seasons in Dallas. Yeah, we talked about McCarthy earlier. Great, successful career, winning coach, um, you know, you talked about, you know, he knows how to be a coach, uh, but but maybe just doesn't have that, you know, whether it's the magic elixir of what he says or, you know, taking it up another notch with game planning or, you know, game management when it matters the most. I, it, it's hard to say any of those things. Um, I would point to how great the offense was this year under his stewardship. Would you want to break that up? I'd also point to, are there better options available? And there were. But that doesn't mean Jerry Jones didn't inquire with Bell Belichick to see if he was interested. It didn't mean he didn't inquire with Jim Harbaugh to see if he was interested. Maybe he got nose on those things and decided, you know what? McCarthy's still our best option as head coach. Let's run it back for another year. We keep winning a dozen games. The the formula isn't too far off. Um, also very interested to see what happens with Nick Sirianni as an, a tangent to that. They were supposed to meet yesterday. Do you see this? But I guess they were complications in travel or something like that, so they didn't meet mm. Sirianni and Jeffrey Lurie. Mm. Um, but that's the other one, right? Like, because the last time... I that. The last time... It was snowing! Right. The last time <laughs> the last time you had a, um, you know, a coach meet with Lurie and after a disappointing postseason was Doug Peterson. And even though he won a Super Bowl, not just got a Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl, Exit stage right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the other one that's out there. By the way, I don't know if you saw this or it's in the news. Belichick interviewed with Atlanta again today. Oh, a second interview. Second interview. So, he is the betting favorite for the Falcons. It's starting to feel like that is inevitable. And it might be Vegas deciding and Chargers deciding on uh, Arbaugh, it looks like. All right. Well, that was my next story. That's so, we'll I, move said. To the I, NBA. I didn't want to steal. I'm sorry. <laughs> The NBA's Golden State Warriors are mourning the loss of a member of the Dub family, Dub's family, assistant coach Dejan Milovic. No, Mil- Milosovic. I can never get that right the first time because it's one of those names that you mm-hmm. don't pronounce, but it's Milosovic. Uh, died after being hospitalized in Salt Lake City Tuesday night. The coach shuffer- oh, man. suffered a medical emergency during a private team dinner. Now, Serbian media reporting the coach suffered a heart attack, but. Team not officially saying that. 
Uh, Milosovic had a 15-year playing career overseas and was hired by the Warriors primarily to work with Draymond Green and uh, Kimon Looney. But uh, tough story out mm. of Utah. That is why that game was postponed. And uh, Understandable. Good decision by the NBA. Yes. They don't postpone too many games. Right. And you had to wonder, wow, how big it was. And then several hours later, right. we learn why. Right. No, that's terribly um, sad. And un- man, I'm, I'm telling you, and, and many in the audience probably have been relating and have been relating for a long time on this, but, you know, I'm 45. Don't hold it in. No, no, like you, you start every time you see somebody that's too young to be gone. You, man, like out of nowhere, like this guy's a former basketball. I don't know. I'm not, you know, in his doctor's appointments, but like just dropping dead at at a uh, at team meeting or team meal or whatever. And mm-hmm. 46 years old, you know, former professional athlete. You know, it's yeah. it's a reminder, man. Cherish every day. Love the people around you. Don't hold grudges. You know, like. And it's tough. It's tough. Real tough. Yeah. Browns are on the search for a new offensive coordinator for next season. Cleveland has parted ways with OC Alex Van Pelt after four seasons with the team. The team had discussed realignment of roles on the coaching staff, but decided the parting ways was in the best interest of both parties. Cleveland has also fired running backs coach Stum Mitchell and decided not to renew the contract of tight ends coach T.J. McCart- T.C. McCartney. Mm. Inter- interesting, because, you know, Stefanski's, you know, the offensive head coach there. Mm-hmm. You let everybody go. There was, you know, four different quarterbacks for the Browns this year. I, like it, that's something we don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Something's not passing the sniff test there right. behind the scenes. Philadelphia Eagles star Jason Kelsey isn't officially retiring just yet. On his New Heights podcast with his brother Travis, Jason said, "When the time comes to announce what's happening in the future, it will be done in a way that's definitive." Following the Eagles' playoff loss to the Bucks, reports said Jason told his teammates his playing days were over, but he says he feels like there's too much emotion after a game like that to make such a decision. Jason said he did address his, his teammates and told them to cherish the moments you have in the league. So yeah, in the moment, oh, this is it, I'm done. I'm back home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wife goes, no, you're not. Uh, Yeah, uh, uh, this is, I'm going to bring this up with Mark, too, because we brought this up yesterday. I told you that Jason went on that podcast and said, you know, I'm not retired yet. Doesn't mean he won't. Um, But even getting ahead of ourselves and reporting some of these things, you know, what are the sources? Don't know. What are they saying? Don't know. When When the person comes back, Tom Brady did it very famously. He's retiring. No, I'm not. Well, actually, I am. I just don't want you to announce my retirement. Very awkward and clumsy. Different. Uh, Guaranteed rate fields days may be numbered. The Chicago Sun-Times reporting that the Chicago White Sox are having discussions about building a new stadium in the South Loop. There's a 60-acre area known as the 78 that is being considered. Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson and the White Sox owner Jerry Reinsdorf put out a joint statement acknowledging the team is exploring options for a future stadium site, but didn't offer any other specifics. So Kaminsky 2 may mm. be numbered. The question is, do we call the new one Kaminsky 3? Is that area potentially what they were talking about with the Bears? And yeah, I'm sure they want to do like everybody else is right, doing, like have if, an entertainment complex and all that stuff. Absolutely. It, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Ratings for the Emmys Awards hit a record low. The 75th Annual Emmy Awards, hosted by Anthony Anderson, had an audience of 4.3 million total viewers. 
The show received a 0.85 rating amongst adults 18 to 49, which is a new low for the award show, according to Nielsen data. This was the first time the Emmys awards alleged, uh, I'm sorry, Emmy awards aired against an NFL playoff game. Which I had no, idea, I had no idea they were on, and no. I'm I'm not an award show. I'm just not any award show. I'm not really that guy. But yeah. I had no idea they were on until the next day. I saw somebody said uh, Jennifer Lawrence had like a reaction that you know was meme worthy or whatever. But yeah, and uh, Rob McElhaney, uh posted a pity video of him in the audience watching the Eagles Bucks game because he's a big <laughs> Eagles fan. Said whose stupid idea this was. So the entire show there's just jokes because he's always looking down like every time they uh, it was on monday night even it wasn't yes, even on sunday night it wasn't even on sunday huh. and it, isn't it normally a weekend thing or am i crazy so to be fair uh-huh this was rescheduled uh-huh because of the writer strike okay so you had the big writer strike they didn't feel i couldn't even Emmys. tell you what it normally is it's it's like september october oh so yeah, it's way off then. yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. Oh, they, okay. they moved it because of the writer strike okay but how do you do monday i don't know is it i mean i get it availability and all that stuff why do you why do you think it got the low rating because it was up against an NFL playoff game, and nobody yeah, but like who's but watching, nobody knows where this stuff is who, anymore who's watching the the emmys or the it's usually respectfully females right and I'm not saying women don't watch the NFL, but that can't be the number one reason why they took a rating set. Yeah, but yeah, but not everybody has a man cave with four TVs in it. So if you have to sit on the couch uh-huh. with your wife uh-huh. and you all vote on what to watch, does a playoff game between the Eagles and the Bucks win over the <laughs> Emmys? To where there's a bunch of shows nobody's heard of before. I would buy that, Kyle, but I'm guessing that most people have more than one television in their house. It, it just it just depends, right? There's, and I don't mean in a room; I mean in the house. But but but, how many streaming devices do you have in the house? That's the key, because not everybody's got a smart TV in every room. So if you want to watch Netflix, you may only have one or two TVs mm-hmm. that has the streaming capabilities, even though they all can get cable or satellite. Mm-hmm. So it's a uh, just just saying. No, I, I just did you watch it? I I, I clicked back and forth. Um, okay. I, I'm not. I don't look. F- if the war shows are on, I do tune in. Okay, because they still have culture. Yeah, no, I'm not uh, judging. Really. It's just I've never been into it. But I used to really enjoy them when I've seen the majority of the shows being nominated. Right. But I, I there's so many streamers and so many shows and so many different things that. And we and this is today. We don't watch shows when they premiere. Like if I I could watch Ozarks on Netflix, that show's seven eight years old now. But I just watched it, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things where okay, because I don't timely we're not watching it in a timely manner. I don't get excited about it when I look at the nominees. All right, I'm not arguing those shows aren't good, but I don't know what they are mm-hmm. and. And the shows I watched won seven years ago, so maybe seven years ago I'd be watching to see if they'd win. Right. And because of that, uh, you know, I, there's there's no excitement in it. And it's just one of those things that uh, you look at it and I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, I don't care anymore. I just don't care. Mm. And then that's where it's become. But a 0.85 rating, that is bad. That would be that would be a show that uh, if it was on the CW it would be canceled. That's a CW joke. It's eleven thirteen, Mike. That's the news. <laughs>
The news brought to you by Seminole Power Sports, number one in fast fun. Go visit Kirby Mullins if you're interested in water sports, motor sports, all the equipment and accessories. Uh, believe me, you will find it there and at Seminole Power Sports, number one in fast fun. Mark Daniels joins us next from Texas to go over what happened last night with the Knights and the Horns Down Texas Longhorns. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.